0: this picture this shows bill and i in our new t-shirts which are pictures of a blaze orange silhouette of a bigfoot and uh bigfoot it looks like he has just yanked up the upper peninsula and is carrying it under his arm off to wherever he goes
1: down the north country trail
0: down the north country trail he's
1: gonna add on to vermont because it's kind of small Welcome to the Winnie and Bill Chat podcast. This is episode 19 of season two. And we're calling this one Looking for Yeti.
0: Hello, that was my husband, Bill, and my name is Winnie, and we are the owners of Quiet Shutter Fine Art and Photography. The way we like to do our podcast is we will post nine photos to our Instagram account, Quiet Shutter Photo and we will talk about those photos what went into the photos what's the story behind the photo whatever comes up so you can follow along as you're listening or check out the photos later before we get going we want to thank anchor podcasting it's a free podcast platform you can access it from the web or from an app on your smartphone it's pretty simple it's easy if we can do it you can do it too so thanks anchor and we also want to thank our son Andy, Outdoor Andy TV, on Instagram and Twitch for hooking us up with our sound system.
1: Thanks again, Andy.
0: So um, on our last podcast episode, we talked about um, taking a day trip to Tequamanon Falls and going to the upper Tequamanon Falls, which are the, the showy falls of Tequaman. And we mentioned in that podcast. That you had suggested that we go to the lower falls. Yep. And what happened? We didn't. Because. You nixed
1: it. You said nah.
0: I nixed it. No I wasn't need to interested. go there. And we had a little discussion about how I had never been there. And I, I thought it was going to be meh. And you said you had been there. Yes. And that it was really cool. And why was it really cool?
1: Well, because you could take a little
0: boat out to the edge of
1: the falls. I mean it's there's smaller as far as that goes, but there's actually
0: No, no, no. You said you could go under the you could walk behind the falls. I was getting to that. Okay.
1: But yeah. My recollection from when I was a kid was <laughs> that you could go in behind the falls.
0: So, um I wanted to call this episode I told you so, but I guess that would be mean. Yeah, well.
1: <laughs> whatever
0: so all right so in northern michigan as we approach winter if you get a beautiful day you better take advantage of it and the other day we had a beautiful day we knew we were going to have a beautiful day so we did a lot of work leading up to that so that we could take a day off well mostly off you had worked at the bakery took the afternoon off and we took a drive to the up now our destination wasn't necessarily going to be to Quamanon falls again we were just gonna go. The yeah, fall we were kind of looking
1: for fall colors and yeah, yeah, get out of the house basically.
0: And the fall colors are beautiful. As a matter of fact, you were really pushing on the way up here for maybe going to Mackinac Island. Yeah, and I didn't bite on that because I think I would have dressed differently for Mackinac Island. And we chose we, you know, when we go on a ride like that, we take our cameras. And before we go, we kind of think it through what lenses are we going to need? So we're not packing a whole bunch of equipment that we might not need. And so we'd picked, you know, we had two camera bodies and we picked two lenses. And I think I might have chose differently if we were going to the island. I still do want to do that.
1: Yeah, we just need to think it through a little more.
0: Yeah. And honestly, I still really want to spend a night on Mackinac Island. That is something we've never done.
1: Nope, it isn't.
0: Find a Airbnb or a bed and breakfast or something. I'd like to Maybe see what a small it's like.
1: Bank to rob on the way up. A
0: small bank to rob so we can afford it. Yeah, I just I'd like to see what it feels like to be on the island after the day tourists go home. I because I have the feeling that it's a whole different feel, a different vibe.
1: That's that's what I understand. Be nice to figure it out sometime.
0: Yeah, yeah, but. Anyways, I did not bite on that. So we continued going north up over the Mackinac Bridge and ended up in the UP. And I suggested that our goal for the day should be to find the most awkward Upper Peninsula t-shirts that we could find. So we had a quest.
1: Yeah, so we had, I thought, I thought of a place that sells a bunch of oddball t-shirts and we ended up there towards the end of the day, but we'll get, we'll get to that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it was a beautiful day in the UP and I started to notice on the side of the road if you go to our first picture bill. Okay. I started to notice that the milkweed, which we love and respect because it feeds monarch butterflies, right, has um the milkweed pods. First the milkweed will grow and then it'll flower and then it produces these pods. And the pods eventually dry up and open up and sort of explode. And inside the milkweed pod is all of this fluffy, how would you describe it? Silk.
1: It's silk-like fibers, yeah. And it
0: holds the seeds. Yep. And it's designed, you know, nature is just.
1: Yeah, these are uh, actually like parachute.
0: Yeah, they're like Um, little parachutes and they carry the seeds off when the wind blows That fluffy stuff just blows really easy in the wind and it carries the seeds off to be planted somewhere else.
1: Yep. It'll stick to something or stick to the bottom of your foot and you stick it in the ground. Or or, stick all
0: over your polar fleece jacket that you're wearing.
1: Wish you had never came near it.
0: (laughs) I wanted to collect some um, of the milkweed pods themselves. I didn't necessarily want to take the seeds in the silk. I have a little nature craft project that I want to do down the road with some people and um so we pulled over to the side of the road to collect some m- dried milkweed pods
1: yeah and there was a lot of them we got we quite got uh
0: quite a little bag full of them the in this picture and this was just a picture i grabbed quick with my cell phone of the silk and you know what it's really called i looked it up um it's called floss okay and um did you know that there's several varieties of milkweed, but milkweed floss is actually used um, as a like um like down filling. yeah, it's used in filling um, pillows that are advertised as hypoallergenic okay, and sometimes it's used it's best if it's mixed with some down feathers. I think I wonder how much it's used because I know I had a down jacket that leaked little. I thought feathers, but now that I'm thinking about it, a lot of it looked like probably milk was this was. stuff, yeah, yeah. And it it's really it does fly around really easily, but also it really clings to you once it touches you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I wonder if it's got just this tiny little hair like fibers that just grab everything or. It
0: says that it's actually um, the floss is actually covered with a little bit of a waxy material. And um, the they you tried to use it during World War Two. They tried to use it as um,
1: making parachutes.
0: Well, not parachutes per se, but as a filling, as an insulator, Mm -hmm. like in jackets or whatever. But it's the problem is it's not easily produced, you know. Um, anyways, I thought that was fascinating. We tried to leave as much of the seeds in the floss there. We were kind of pulling it out of the pods and letting it blow away. But by doing that, you and I both got covered.
1: Yeah. You <laughs> get the, it in your mouth. You get it everywhere.
0: Yeah. And then it was in the car and yeah. it was, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, we were well seeded. By the we, time were we were well seated. So some of our milkweed pods did end up coming home with some floss and seeds with them so i intend to clean those out and find a place in the woods where i can let it fly
1: yeah we should start a on our garden here anyways
0: we should it's it feels really soft it's cool mm-hmm. um it's just messy anyways this picture what do you think bill sun was catching it just right
1: no, that was good it uh
0: for a cell phone you picture the light
1: the light really caught the, the silk or the
0: uh don't when you look at the picture can't you just imagine what it feels like like if you could just reach in there and touch it yeah soft, very soft, soft like a rabbit right hey it kind of looks like a rabbit kind of you see that <clears throat> ears at the top a little nose piece hanging down it's a seed it's a seed for an eye you see what I'm saying
1: I see what you're saying yeah <laughs> Boy, I hope the the uh, my pillow guy doesn't find out <laughs> about this
0: what's his name?
1: Mike, Mike Lindell.
0: Mike Lindell.
1: A.K.A. Doofus.
0: Doofus. We'll give you a run for your mother money with our milkweed pillows. There you go. <laughs> They'll be three inches by three inches. <laughs> All right. So as we were heading up there and we were thinking about where to find a good UP t-shirt, I said, what if we go ahead and go to the lower falls today? Cause I know you were kind of bummed out at my nixing it last time.
1: Honestly, I was just curious what they look like. Cause mm-hmm. I couldn't, I, I had this picture in my mind that you, that people would rent boats and they would tool around in the pools below the, the uh, waterfalls, but you could actually walk in there. There was a big enough shelf that you could walk in behind
0: the waterfalls there. So, um, so we had a, to the lower Tuquamanon Falls. And just, um, I don't know if we mentioned this in our last podcast, for whatever reason, every year when we get, renew our license plates, we pay for the, what's it called? The recreation Rec pass. Recreation pass. So that we can go into any state park in Michigan without having to pay at the booth.
1: Yeah, well, you pay $11 up front and then you have this, so that's it's a one and done
0: yeah, $11 thing. $11 is not a big deal. But okay. for some reason, we didn't do it this year past time so yeah you well, know i
1: had to go to the secretary of state's office myself uh, yeah. to get because of covid and i'm just thinking that the lady just didn't charge me for it so we didn't get it and i didn't pay attention so
0: so we had to stop when we went to the upper falls and get a sticker for the window yep so i'm glad we made a second trip make it worthwhile right um the lower falls um You know, it's, I'm impressed. Honestly, I was impressed. If you go to our next picture, this is the first view you have of the lower Taquamon Falls when you walk in from the parking lot. Right. And this is a picture, Bill, that you took. I know you were having trouble with your camera. It was such a bright day. And so to get the falls, so they were the right exposure. And then the forest, around it so it wasn't just black um it was a trick and i know you thought you were all of your pictures were too dark but this is one you took and it was perfect good yeah it looks really good
1: Good i glad i didn't delete it then
0: yeah so which isn't that's actually a little a good photographer's tip don't delete any of your pictures in the field because when you're outside and you're trying to look at the back of the camera you really have no idea what they look like
1: right well especially if you're like me and you don't you forgot to bring your reading glasses with you so you can't really see what your image looks like in the back of the camera anyways
0: right but outside you know the sun interferes with how it looks and
1: yep we had to do a little trickery to make it work but right we figured it out
0: right so here's a picture of the first glimpse of the lower falls um so they're kind of quite a ways away from this viewing point but it shows the Quamanon River and I love how you get that foamy white. This is just a pretty picture. And you can tell what a beautiful day it was. Blue skies and some wispy white clouds. It was
1: really warm out too. It was an excep- exceptionally good day. Yeah,
0: we're toward the end of October and it was 73 degrees. Yeah, and yeah. what's nice about seeing the falls this time of year is there's hardly any bugs. Yeah. The UP can be full of bugs in summer and spring. So. Yeah, we
1: made comment that. We should come back in the spring, and then we went.
0: Mm, yeah, maybe not. There's um quite a long boardwalk for hiking around um in this area. So did you know? Um, I didn't realize that while we were there, there's actually six small falls in the Lower Falls area. Okay, we saw three, I think.
1: Yeah, I wonder if there was more up the river than where we.
0: Well, they're all around that little island that's in the middle in the of middle the Tequamanon the River, river yeah. there. So, in the summertime, and they weren't doing it this time of year, um, in the summertime, you can rent a rowboat, and you can row from right around this first viewing site over to the island, and then you can take the hike that goes around the island, and that way you get to see all six see all of, all of the them. small falls, yeah, the lower falls. Yeah,
1: actually, the bottom of this picture was where the dock was that they would rent the boats out, so.
0: So, Bill, I have to cut you some slack. And maybe one of those six falls that we didn't see has an area that's big enough for a child to duck behind the falls.
1: Small child.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you I seem know. to have a vivid memory of it. But... I
1: do. And I don't know now that you know after I was there, I'm like, what in the heck am I thinking I was I mean you had the robo where, part right. Where was I that I thought was um Lower to Falls? Because I definitely have and maybe it's just an image that I created out of my own imagination that it, that's what should be there or something. Who knows? But um, yeah, nobody's going behind these
0: falls. Right. And I, if you quick go to our next picture, this is a zoomed in photo of the same falls. This a pretty picture the sun was lighting up the trees. Nice. There's a little bit of fall colors, but still some green. Yeah. And the falls, again, just like the upper falls, the falls, the water is kind of root beer colored. Yep. Full of tannins in the full water. Full of tannins. And tannins is the um, decaying organic matter that's in the water. And I just read a little something that said uh, mostly the hemlock trees are responsible for that color in the water. Okay, are There's these- a
1: lot of hemlocks that are, are dying in, in, uh, around that area.
0: Do you see hemlocks in this picture?
1: Uh, Some of the evergreens might be hemlocks.
0: On the right-hand side there?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's hard to say, Um, maybe, unless we're close. hard to
1: say. I know there was some there.
0: Look under the trees along the edge of the river, and you can see that. Is it limestone? Yeah. Kind of a rough, cliffy-looking. Yeah. Yeah, it's really rugged and really pretty. Yeah. Do um, hemlock trees shed a lot of stuff i know tamarack trees shed almost everything right in the
1: tamarack are the only what's considered evergreens who actually lose their needles in the fall completely completely we know that um, white pines lose a lot of needles yeah but hemlocks uh, they don't shed a lot actually hmm. but they it's from the bark of the tree actually is where that tannins come from hmm. I don't know if it's from them falling in the water or, because that's I mean the 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 bark of hemlock trees has a is almost a almost like redwood and it's got a really ready, um, color to the to the bark of the tree itself.
0: Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if people use it for dyeing. If it has that much, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Did you also know after I did a little research, we've been to Tequamanon Falls so many times, but I've never actually done the research about the whole park. Did you know that Tequamanon Fall Falls State Park is um fifty thousand acres?
1: I knew it was big.
0: I didn't know it was that big.
1: Yeah, there's a ton of hiking trails there.
0: Like thirty miles worth of hiking trails. Yep. I had no idea. Yep. Some
1: of them are Crazy risky the yeah. hike from the lower falls where the boardwalk actually ends, which is about a half a mile up the trail
0: up to the lower falls. I know we looked at the sign. Um, it said that in, in my research, it said it's four miles long, but it's rough. So it very takes, rough,
1: and it takes at least three hours to do the four miles. It's pretty pretty crazy.
0: Sometimes when you're driving along the the state um, highway the falls the lower you'll see people walking back from the upper falls to the lower falls on the side of the highway and i think what's happened is they've walked at that trail from the lower falls along the edge of the river which is nothing but a footpath it's right. not a boardwalk
1: right lots of trip hazards yeah, yeah. and i think they've
0: done and... that hike saw the upper falls and said screw it i'm not going never back again down. i'm I go not
1: going down that trail i'll
0: follow the side of the road yeah. back to my car I guess if you were going with um, more than one, you know, car, like two groups of people, one person could park their car at the upper falls and the rest of you could go back to the lower falls. And then
1: that would be the thing to do. Yeah. Is, is
0: then you could hike out to the upper falls and then drive back to get right. the other car at the lower falls. Right. And you wouldn't have to worry about that.
1: Yeah. If you stage your vehicles that way, it wouldn't be. That would that be the way to thing. do it. But, you know, people like us don't make that kind of plan ahead of time.
0: So Right. you know. Actually, I was so impressed with the Lower Falls because it's. I think the Lower Falls experience is more than just viewing the falls. You know that the boardwalk takes you on a walk through the woods, and you pay attention to you know the trees and the and the foliage and the. Right. It's, it, I think it can be a. I'm not gonna. I shouldn't say better experience, but it was better than I thought for sure. And actually, Bill, if you go to our next picture. Okay. this is a picture you took i took one similar but i thought yours turned out to be more interesting this is just um a dead tree right yeah fallen tree on the side of the i would dare to say
1: it probably is a hemlock tree but i'm not oh it probably is but this is the kind of decay that happens that bleaches into the water and and uh, causes that red color
0: so this is a picture of a log, probably a hem, we're guessing a hemlock log on the ground. It's been there for a long time. It's all covered with moss and lichen, and yeah. Um, so it's brilliant green in spite of it being the fall. Yep. And the sun was just highlighting it just right in the in the woods. Yeah. If you take the time on those walks and enjoy what nature is doing on its own, you know, nature's art.
1: Yeah, I'm always fascinated with. Little things like when we go to the the upper falls, um there's a lot of side trails off of the main road going to the uh to the upper falls as well that um those hikes are really short kind of t- hikes that loop, you know, out and come right back to the main trail. And they're pretty interesting nature walks as well.
0: Every time of the year you go, it's different. There might be little spring flowers or it might yeah. be Yeah. Well and I'm and glad if, it, if I'm- it's
1: really sunny. Depending on what the foliage is, I mean, you might get no sunlight in there at all. And in the spring, it's this brilliant green in places, yeah. and and like you see here, this was last week, October, and still had these brilliant colors of of lichen and and moss that's decaying this tree. So
0: I'm really happy that you like to take your time and smell the flowers because it I really makes- do. But it makes for a nice leisurely hike and I don't have to get winded.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, right.
0: Because we talked about this last time. There are people and we saw them again this time that get out of their cars and they are on a mission to go and hike the hike and see the falls and get back to their car and move on to the next site. And they're usually pass us as we're going in and then they are coming back out before we get to the end ourselves. So that's not our style.
1: Should start telling people, "Hey, it looks, I think you left your cell phone back there.
0: <laughs> I think you missed something.
1: Is that your orange pack over there?" Just to get them to slow down for a minute.
0: I, you know what? If that's how they want to do it, that's fine and dandy. But it always makes me feel like, man, I think you're missing something here. It was such a gorgeous day. I just, it was. Yeah. I mean,
1: I guess that's the way I felt about it in that day in particular. Was that. We know because we've lived around here for so long that um, those days are really limited, and and going to suck in the sunshine and the warmth and the pleasantness of the trees and everything for the day, because not going to be too long when there's going to be snow flying, and it's just right. going to be miserable. Right. And, and, what do you uh, think
0: about visiting the Lower Falls when there is snow, though?
1: That's I'm wondering. They don't. And you can
0: visit the upper falls in the winter all year long. You can. They plow yep. the driveway and the yep. parking. lot. and we've lot. done
1: that. They actually, yeah, they will actually groom the the trail down to the the lower the lower, or the upper falls, and people actually snowshoe and cross but country the ski falls, in there. But the lower falls, you
0: can go in there, but they don't maintain it. They don't plow the driveway or this parking lot. So I think you have to like park out on the road, take and out
1: from the main road, work your way. So in. it'd be a mile hike in there, probably. But I bet you they pat. I bet you they pack down the trail pretty good.
0: Pretty I'm gonna. I've never really paid attention before, but I'm gonna pay attention next time to see yeah. if it's doable.
1: Yeah. I would almost guess the snowmobilers probably pack a trail down in there.
0: So the trail at the lower falls and the trails that go past the upper falls also, I did not realize, are part of the what is North Country trail. North Country Trail, yep. which is I should have looked up some information on the north country trail but it basically goes um all the way across the upper peninsula right does it go all the way across the united states
1: you know i thought it did but i don't know like you say we should have looked up the history of it but the north country trail actually is uh definitely all the way across from the east to the west coast of the up and it's a hiking trail some of it's fairly developed some of it's very small very little developed um a lot of it's along the lake superior shoreline and in around the the properties around lake superior so
0: Hmm. well we need to do a little more research on that we've been on the north country trail on parts right but we're not backpackers no we're not so i don't know that we ever attempt to do the whole i know on the um
1: The west side of the highway is called 123 that goes up through there. And on the west side of the road across from um, the upper falls, um, the North Country Trail runs through there. And uh, there's like a little trailhead there that you can start there. Um,
0: You know, I just I just did a quick little Google search. And it says the North Country National Scenic Trail is the longest in the national trail system, stretching 4,700 miles across eight states from North Dakota to Vermont, traversing forests and farmland, remote terrain, and nearby communities. Okay. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, we'll never do that.
1: (laughs) I'm wondering how they can say that because you would have to go to Canada in order to get through most of that to get to Vermont.
0: Well, I think the North Country Trail does. Uh, let me see if there's a map here. So here's a map, and it looks like the North Country Trail actually goes south. So it go, starts in North Dakota, goes across the Upper Peninsula, and then it goes down through the Lower Peninsula and then makes its way back up to Vermont. from. Okay,
1: yeah. Go through Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New York, and all the way out, out into. All of north. that. Yep.
0: So I know that you and I one time, I say we're not backpackers and I stand by that, but we did camp one time on the North Country Trail.
1: Yes, we did. And it was in a section of the trail that goes right on the on the edge of Lake, Lake Superior. Superior. And there was a, a really cool big sandy bluff. With a couple of campsites there that we And uh, they were not they were not sanctioned. Not sanctioned <laughs> campgrounds. We have to our it?
0: friend Rick showed us where it was. Yeah. And but, so we uh, spent a night in a tent. Yeah.
1: It was a gorgeous
0: little it place. was cool. We probably should do that again because I think that you've mentioned that would be a great spot to do some night photography if there was northern lights.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking is
0: no light pollution no, there. No and,
1: light pollution for miles there.
0: Yeah beautiful
1: looking right across Lake Superior towards Canada but Canada at that point is probably 20 miles or more across there so you might not see any light pollution
0: and I love Lake Superior I do also I think someday we should try to um you in one day you could actually stick your feet in all five of the Great Lakes if you wanted to do day. a, it would be a long day and you wouldn't probably come back at the end of the day. You'd probably have to stay somewhere, but yeah. that'd be fun. Don't you think? Yeah. Start at Lake Superior and hit Lake Michigan, Lake Huron and go down and around and get Erie and Ontario. I think it'd be fun. Yep. I have a new goal next summer.
1: Next summer's goal. Yeah.
0: Next summer's goal. So. um Go to our next picture, Bill. This is a portrait of you. Oh,
1: I had fallen and I was laying on the ground (laughs) and you decided to take my picture. Did you even
0: notice that I took this? Did you know I took this I had a
1: creepy feeling you were behind me.
0: A creepy feeling. Um, Actually,
1: I didn't know if it was you or the lady standing next to me, Quite honestly.
0: So this is a picture of Bill laying down on the boardwalk by one of the falls at the lower falls, um, sneaking a picture through two posts. Um, and you and I both get down on the ground to take pictures often, but you yep. often will get all the way down, lay on your belly. And I mean, that's what you got to do if you're going to get a unique picture. That's,
1: I was just looking, the the, um, moisture was lifting back off the water there in a nice spray. And I was trying to get some pictures of that. And
0: I know it came, when the wind was, and there wasn't much wind that day, but when the wind was just right, you'd actually got quite a bit of mist in your face and right. on your camera. Right. <laughs> So I, I just thought this was a fun picture because this shows the difference. Here's somebody with a, a professional camera taking themselves very seriously, laying down on the ground, getting the picture. And then there's the other kind of um, casual tourist at the falls with her cell phone standing there, probably taking the picture from the exact same angle everybody does, and probably just getting as good of pictures as we did. <laughs>
1: Maybe. Maybe. Or she'll say,
0: I don't know. They,
1: You had to be there. It actually looks a lot better I, you know, than this picture. I,
0: I, I got to tell you, those cell phones anymore, they just really they're do. Getting better. They're getting better. Yeah, they're getting the cameras really
1: good. Cameras are pretty
0: good, yep. The cameras are good. Yep. Um, Some, She didn't even seem phased that you were laying on the ground. I think she had to walk around you to get to that probably. spot. She yep. could have cared less. Yep. So we have had, at times, when one or the other of us is laying on the ground people come by and say is he okay are you okay Yep. just yep. getting a picture
1: yep just broke my hip i'll be okay
0: i'll be okay so i'll
1: take a couple of pictures while i'm down here
0: <laughs> the camera's okay everything's fine
1: Yep. <laughs> so
0: yeah so, so and you can see in this picture if you look through those two posts where you're going you're pointing through to take pictures you can see how brown the water is right there
1: yeah. Yeah. This was actually one of the sets of falls that was on the very right hand side of the big pool.
0: Actually, go to the next picture and you can see it way more clearly. This may have been the picture you were taking. Does it seem like the right angle? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It was in this general vicinity. I think it was actually up the boardwalk just a bit from.
0: I love this. Um, I know that you and I were both playing around with our cameras, trying to slow down the water by taking a little bit um, long. um, Oh, camera speed, you know, slowing down our camera speed to slow down the water, make it look silky. But this one was taken at a fast shutter speed and it stopped the water. You can see some of the water is hanging in the air. And I kind of like that for this. It shows you the, the force of it.
1: Yeah. There was definitely a lot of movement going on there. Yeah. Which would be interesting in the
0: winter to see what it looks like. It would be interesting to see this in the winter. Also, just this really shows off the color of the water in this picture. Yes. And it really does look like a good root beer float. (laughs) Yeah. Where do they get the ice cream? I don't know where they get the ice cream. I didn't see any dairies or anything around. (laughs) I wonder... Yeah, I wonder if it freezes at all in the falls. I know the upper falls don't completely freeze, but yeah, but the edges do because the I've, edges seen, do. Yeah, I've it seen pictures
1: up. of um, some pretty pretty cool ice structures that form. This looks the edges. like the
0: kind of falls that you see in in Alaska where there's bears catching.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could be. I
0: wish there was a bear in this picture catching catching fish.
1: Might be too deep for a bear to be right there.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Well, I don't know if there's any fish either.
1: Yeah, I don't know either. But honestly, I know they fish it a lot right below this, all the way out to where it pours into Lake Superior.
0: That's the thing that I found um, interesting about what I was reading about the Taquamon State Park is that you can fish there and also you can hunt. Yeah? Yeah. they. So I don't know if it's designated areas that are... Probably. Yeah. Interesting though. So let's go to our next picture. Have you seen this one yet? No,
1: (laughs) but I remember the guy when we went by him.
0: When you were laying on the boardwalk, there was this gentleman who was visiting the park with his dog, just him and his dog. And they stopped to sit on a bench and the guy pulled out his backpack and out of his backpack, did he pull out a camera? No, no, no. He pulled out a Tupperware container full of dog treats.
1: Everybody needs to have that.
0: What is this? A golden retriever? What kind of dog is this?
1: Golden retriever, probably. Yeah.
0: He's pretty, really pretty. And he's uh, so the gentleman is pulling out the dog treats out of the backpack, and the dog is half standing on the man's lap.
1: Yeah, like a big old tongue drooling.
0: It's a big tongue hanging out of his mouth there, getting ready ready for for my snacks. And you can tell how much this man loves his dog, eh? Oh, yeah. Look at his, I mean, his. he's wearing a harness. Yep. And the harness looks, it looks new, looks expensive. And even his little lead on his harness here, it's got a little leather trim to it. And you yep, can tell.
1: He spent a little money on that.
0: Yeah. This guy, this is, these guys are buddies. Yeah. So they sat there for a while and had, had their snacks. And then they got up and went to the far end of this little boardwalk area that jutted out. Did you go to the far end of this? I, for some reason, I didn't walk all the way out to the far end.
1: I don't remember if I did or not.
0: (laughs) What were we thinking? I don't know. We went on and followed the trail further up. We did. But when we came back, probably 30 minutes later. Mm Mm-hmm. This gentleman was back in the same spot, getting more dog treats up. (laughs)
1: They went for a walk and they got, all right, ready for another reward. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, But when I took this picture before uh, in this picture, the gentleman is looking at the dog treats. He's not looking at me, but he quickly did look up at me and I held my camera up like, can I take a picture? And he kind of gave me a nod like, sure. Yeah. So, yeah, it's adorable. (laughs) I love that. Good friends. Yeah. I hope if I die first, you get a dog and you just do this. Go explore, you and the dog. I don't think I want a dog to explore with. (laughs) Well, I'd rather you get another dog than another wife. Well, that's probably a better choice. (laughs) All right. Oh, speaking of wives, here's your wife.
1: This next picture is Winnie posing for a beautiful afternoon in the fall of northern Michigan.
0: Was I really posing? No, (laughs) I was not prepared to get my photo taken I hate getting my photo taken we take pictures of people all the time and I love doing it but when someone points a camera at me I get so squirrely
1: yeah you do you usually make me delete them so
0: I usually delete them for sure and I thought I was going to delete this one but when I got it home put it up on the camera I thought on the computer I thought well it's not that bad I mean I don't like that my hair was pulled back and there was bits and pieces falling out of (laughs) but it was a gorgeous day this picture shows what a beautiful gorgeous day it was yeah
1: it was warm enough you could have short sleeves and enjoy the sunshine
0: yeah so this is a picture of me with my camera leaning against the railing of the boardwalk with a hemlock forest in the background i think that is hemlocks in the background cedar. Mm, there is
1: some back there. There was a lot of cedar there too, which is another cedars have a lot of tannins in them as well.
0: And then the sun was shining just right. It highlighted my hair. You would call this rim light.
1: Got to have your rim light.
0: So a little photography tip. Rim light is when the sun is at an angle that lights up the rim of whatever you're taking a photo of. And so it
1: was the rim of your head.
0: Today. Yep got light on my shoulders and it's lighting up the hair around my hairline yeah it's okay you did okay bill i didn't delete this one okay and i i I thought it was only fair because i had a picture of you laying down on the ground well
1: there's that (laughs) there is that yeah so yeah let's go to our next picture
0: this is our last picture
1: Uh, so we said earlier on that we were Searching for crazy.
0: We wanted to P- find t- t- the the a most awkward upper peninsula t shirt. And,
1: and we did. We found them <laughs> at the Paradise General Store.
0: So there's a little community, um, before you get to Taquamanon, the Tequamanon State Park area that's called Paradise. And yep. it really is paradise up there, right? It's beautiful area. Yeah. If what you think consider to be paradise is natural, rugged forest and Lake Superior. And some people don't think of that as paradise, but we do. Yeah, it's kind of nice. Yep. A couple of years ago when we drove up there, there was a lot of properties for sale in paradise. Lots of properties on Lake Superior. and
1: Yeah, I don't know if they raised the tax base around there and people didn't want to pay the taxes It seemed like there was anymore, every other
0: piece of property was for sale. There was a sale. lot of
1: stuff for sale, but the snow is really deep up there in the winter. Yeah, it's, it gets pretty brutal. It's, it can get really brutal. It'll start snowing. It's almost the end of October right now. And in two, three weeks for sure, it'll be snowing up there. And it won't quit until probably the end of April. So.
0: But, you know, I think there's a combination of things that have happened in the world that have changed things. I think the pandemic, number one, I think it. Cause people to pause and slow down in their lives and reevaluate what they thought was important. And, and what they thought was important is where they live. I think there's like a mass migration going on of people who are leaving cities and crowded areas in favor of more rural destinations.
1: It's happening a lot. Yeah.
0: Um, I think that probably the baby boomer generation is um, retiring and moving to the places that they that they like. And I think the baby boomer generation likes the outdoors and outdoor recreation. And so they're heading to those kind of places.
1: Yep. Yep. And Um, just some peace and quiet sometimes. Yeah. Good thing.
0: Yeah. So we didn't see a lot of for sale property this time. No, we Um, didn't. But uh, anyways, so there is a little general store in paradise and uh, I like it because they have a restroom. When you first come in the front door, you don't have to go all the way through the store. To find a restroom.
1: Yep. It's nice and clean.
0: And it's nice and clean. Um, and they, they do have uh, generally a little bit of everything right.
1: you'd ever want. They yeah. Have a, a little
0: bit of grocery. Like,
1: yep. Yep. Sporting good stuff. A little They've bit of sporting got good. some repair equipment for snowmobiles and four wheelers and that kind of stuff. And that, T-shirts
0: and sweatshirts t-shirts for and tourists. T-shirts for tourists. Yep. So um, we were looking around and actually there was quite a few T-shirts that I might have considered buying that I thought were nice. Until we found the blaze orange. The the task for the day was to find an awkward Upper Peninsula t-shirt. So in this picture, this shows Bill and I in our new t-shirts, which are pictures of a blaze orange silhouette of a Bigfoot. And uh, Bigfoot, it looks like he has just yanked up the Upper Peninsula and is carrying it under his arm. Off to wherever he goes.
1: Down the North Country Trail.
0: Down the North Country Trail.
1: He's going to add on to Vermont because it's kind of small.
0: So, depending on where you live in the United States, people call it either Yeti or Bigfoot. And in Michigan, they refer to it as Bigfoot.
1: Well, Yetis are actually white Bigfoot. Those are the snow. They're not blaze orange. Well, (laughs) apparently not. Some areas, they must have fallen in some paint somewhere.
0: Bill, I've got something to tell you. What? Yeah. Big. There is no Bigfoot. It's Uh, not real.
1: You've ruined my day. I'm sorry. (laughs) Next, you'll be telling me that this didn't happen around my T-shirt either. I was sure that somebody took a picture of this guy and he's just covering (laughs) up his junk. That's why he's got the UP and the angle that he does.
0: It's just like a (laughs) loincloth. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, those were our awkward T-shirts of the day. We will wear them with pride. Yes, we will. After we wash them because they smell like an iron-on decal. Yeah,
1: they decal. <laughs> had a little funk to them when we got them home. I'm hoping that someone else hadn't worn them before he bought them.
0: No, they just smell like that iron-on t-shirt stuff. So, Yeah. Anyhow, We had a good day. It was a good day. It was a good day. And then the next day, um, this is our feel-good story of the day. The next day, you and I went and got our um, COVID booster shot and our flu shot.
1: Kind of both in the same day. and
0: One in each arm. Yep. And hopefully we'll be healthy all winter. Let's hope. So, so if we can get outside
1: and do some other things.
0: If you're listening and you want to stay healthy all winter, we suggest go get your shots.
1: Yep. Boost it up.
0: Boost it up. <laughs> so thanks for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you again in two weeks.
1: Yeah. Thanks for checking in and hope you have a great day. Bye.